This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Good morning and you're very welcome to Talking Books with me, Susan Cahill. Well, this morning I've quite a conversational and thought-provoking show for you. Kitty Holland of the Irish Times talks to me about her powerful new book, Civita, The Tragedy That Shook a Nation. And we look at the fascinating and very revealing letters of artist Paul Cezanne with his biographer, Alex Danchev, and novelist Colm Tobin. In some absolute way, I think he was a loner. And I think he was happiest, really, with all his paint alone, working with nature. Of course, the letters are not written to nature. They're written to friends. They're written to associates. So, yes, the idea of friendship is important. In other words, it makes clear that Cezanne was not a complete loner, that he was not completely interested in his own solitude, in his own mind. Put first. 17 weeks pregnant and facing a miscarriage, Savita Halepanarvar and her husband Praveen walked into an Irish maternity ward in October 2012. Unwittingly, the couple also walked into that deeply controversial arena in which Ireland's legislative position on abortion remains unresolved. A week later, Savita was dead from septicemia. In Savita, the tragedy that shook a nation, Kitty Holland reveals the truth behind the headlines and exposes some of the unanswered questions. Well, myself and Kitty sat down and discussed the human side to this unbelievably tragic story. We began the interview with a reading from Savita, the tragedy that shook a nation. This extract is about when Praveen returned to Ireland after Savita's funeral back in November last year. As soon as he began the drive home from Dublin airport, thoughts of Savita came crowding in. It was my first time travelling back without her. I was feeling so lonely, recalled Praveen the following day, Monday the 19th of November, sitting in the front room of a friend's house in the Dugishka area of Galway. He said all he wanted now was to find out the truth of what had happened to his wife and why. Just over two weeks earlier, she had been buried in her home city, Belgam. Four years before that, they had married. I haven't a clue who is at fault. I just want to know the truth. After Savita passed away, I checked with my friends, who said if the mother's health is at risk, they can terminate the baby, but it is too late now. Perhaps he had been misinformed or had misunderstood, but a pregnancy could not be terminated in Ireland if it was only the mother's health rather than her life which was at risk. Praveen had thought an intervention to save Savita would have been allowed. We didn't know what the law was. We didn't know we would come across this scenario ourselves. We knew that abortion is illegal, but this would be a medical necessity to save a bigger life because they knew they couldn't save a baby. He had come back to Ireland earlier than planned because of the furore around the story and because he believed that as a result there would now be wider support for a full public inquiry. There had been a chance Praveen would not return to Ireland at all. We gave grave doubts about whether he'd come back, recalls Dr Prasad. At least in India he has family, there's a lot of buzz and noise in India, but when he saw all the attention the story was getting here, he knew he had to come back and fight. Praveen arrived back in Galway late Sunday afternoon. He spent much of Monday with his solicitor, Jared O'Donnell. Before Praveen had returned to Ireland, O'Donnell had had contact from the hospital about Savita's medical notes. I had written to the hospital on maybe the 1st or 2nd of November for those notes. Normally notes from any hospital take a bit of time to come through, but what had happened of course was in the meantime Praveen had made contact with you, the story was published on November 14th and the following day I got a phone call from the hospital to say the notes would be made available to me. Then all hell broke loose as we know. 
Then the hospital wanted to drop the notes down to me, which would be very unusual for them to deliver the notes to a solicitor's office, I can assure you. But I went up to the hospital to collect them. They were keen to be seen to be doing the right thing. On the evening of Friday the 16th of November, the then director of Galway University